everybody. It's Jenny. And Nicole. And it's spring break. Hey. Yes, we just had the bell ring. We were very excited. And it's International Women's Day. It's a great day to end this, uh, this vacation almost day on. Yeah. Words, I have them. <laughs> we're just so excited about spring break. We can't think about anything else. We like look the kids straight in the eyes. We're like, get out of here right now. Get out. Well, we close in one minute, one minute. And the kid came in. He's like, I need a book for class. I was like, which book do you need? He's like, no, like any book. I was like, okay, go get one real quick. Yeah, just grab any book off the shelf. Choose it by its cover and get out of here. We're excited. It's been a lot. I mean, it hasn't like really been a long two weeks since the last time we recorded. It's just, I just, we're tired. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is the nice thing about spring break. When I was a kid, spring break was closer. It was always with Easter. So it was always the week or before or after Easter. So when we moved here and spring break was in March, it was very weird to have a spring break this early. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I get it. Because it's why. spring here. Like, yeah. it, it got warm outside today and every kid was like, time to lose my mind. I'm yeah. going to act really weird. But it's been cold most of the week. It's been a very weird, like the beginning of the month. It got down to like the 20s yeah. a couple days ago. It was a... It, the wind chill was like five one day. And I, and as now a I Texan, don't know how to do prepare that. for that. Yeah. Now it's 80 degrees outside and sunny. Yeah. It's very nice. And I am very excited to be outside. I'm going to go sit on a patio and enjoy myself. And I can't wait. So I get to clean okay. my house. That's <laughs> also fun. I actually enjoy cleaning. So I only do with my, if I'm by myself. If I'm alone and I can play your music, I'm 100% into yep. cleaning. But if I have to deal with anyone else for anything else, then I get surly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't want my cleaning to be disturbed yeah. ever. I just want to do my thing. I get that. And I'm lucky because I don't, I mean, I don't have kids. So, yeah, but, kids are always up in my business. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to get anything done. So, what I told Joe, he's always like, we could get a cleaning person. I was like, no cleaning person will do as good a job as I do with my own house. Mm-hmm. I need you to take the children away from me so I can clean. Yes. That's what I want. I don't uh-huh. want a person to come in and clean for me. I want you to take my kids away so that I can get it done. Or hire a cleaning person, and when they get there, be like, I really just want you to take my kids to the movies. That's, that's so a what babysitter I want. instead of a cleaning. <laughs> yeah, that's genius. I hadn't thought of that before. We may try that out. And just trick them. You're like, you get a free movie out of it. Just it's take awesome. them. Just take them. I'll clean. Yeah, because I don't mind it. I just don't want to do anything else. If I'm going to clean, that's the thing I want to work on. Right. That's I'm very one track mind. I totally get that. So let's talk about International Women's Day. Yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, we obviously it's um, Women's Month as Women's History Month as well. So we've got great displays. We put those on Twitter. Um, it's been awesome to put those books out, and then and the window displays Jenny did were is are amazing. Um, and then obviously today is International Women's Day, so Twitter has been like a firestorm of all kinds of really cool stuff and posts. So and uplifting. Yeah, it was really nice to see that all that stuff today. So we were talking about it earlier, and we were thinking about well, what's a woman in our lives that, especially when we were younger, that really kind of like other than our moms because we love our moms and that's not really fair. Um, somebody else who outside of our family who influenced us um, and not necessarily a celebrity, but somebody who really made an impact on us. So we were thinking about that. And we both came up with teachers, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mine is my second grade teacher. Her name was Sherry Lewis and she was the best. And I was like, well, I was a lot of things as a kid, <laughs> like a know-it-all and a jerk kind of, but I was also like super chubby, which I mean, how could you tell as an adult? Just kidding. I'm still that way. I'm not <laughs> like, I will never be small. I'm six feet tall. So I've always been bigger than the average woman. And she's just like, you know, that's, that's my, my, uh, what, what, what is that called? My what in life? 
lot in life? My lot in life. I wanted to say light in life. <laughs> I don't know. That's my lot in life. I'm just bigger. And I don't, I mean, I don't care, but I don't care because of Miss Lewis. So when I was in the second grade, I went to the same I went to the same elementary school my whole life and we all knew each other. I'm from a small town or relatively small. And in second grade, the boys started making fun of me. They started calling me fat all the time and like saying horrible things to me. And it upset me. And I was always outside on the playground, like bossing the other kids around. I love to do that. I would start <laughs> clubs and be like, prove to me you can be in my club. And so I lived for that. And then I, I they started being rude to me and I didn't want to go outside. So I was like sitting in her classroom and every day she would like talk me up before I went outside. She, I mean, she would let me sit in there if I wanted, but I'm sure now as an adult, I'm sure she was like, please, please go outside. So like I can have, some have time. my break. Yeah. Cause kids don't understand that that's literally the only time teachers get elementary teachers get is their yeah. one specials period and recess. Mm-hmm. And that's the only yeah. time they have to like breathe and go to the bathroom and eat yeah. or whatever. And so I would just sit in there with her and I was like, I'll just tell you everything <laughs> that I like. And so she started like having me like say things I liked about myself and she would, she would like write things down. I'd come in, she'd be like, today I wrote this thing down that I love like how well you can read or I love like how funny you are. And she would tell me all these cool things about myself. And, um, anyway, and, and she was always like, also those boys, like basically she was like, boys are jerks. Yeah. (laughs) Forget those boys. And, um, don't worry about them. She was like, they're dumb. Who cares? Why does it matter what a boy thinks about you? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. She like taught me how to be self-confident. She is the reason that I am the way I am now. Um, so yeah, she's the best. And actually when I, because now I'm like the most confident person in the world, a little too much. Like I'm, everybody always makes fun of me that they're like, I walk into the room and I'm like, I'm the best person in this room. I always have to like rein myself in now. Um, because <laughs> she was like, you're the best. Um, but then I became an English teacher and um, I taught, I had this class, I taught in ninth grade and I had this class of kids and one of them was like, I butt heads with that kid so bad all the time, constantly. And um, and then I don't know how it came up, but I was like, yeah, I went to Fannin and he was like, oh, you probably knew my mom. And Sherry Lewis died a couple years after I graduated. Maybe I was like a sophomore. Um, and he was like, you probably knew my mom. And he was like, her name is Sherry Lewis. And I was like, I just started crying, just <laughs> sobbing in front of the class. And I was like, I love your mom. And then I wanted to be like, and if your mom knew how bad you were in class, she would be so mad at you. But it was a cool experience. And then I kind of bonded with that kid. So, um, yeah, Sherry Lewis, she's the bomb. I'm like one of my favorite people in the entire world. That's awesome. Yeah. Mine is my, uh, talking about teachers, my fifth grade teacher, Miss Hartwig, um, was really awesome. I had okay teachers. I, my, I got a really good kindergarten teacher and then a few not so great. My third grade teacher was questionable. Um, but Miss Hartwig was so sweet. And that was the point where we had two teachers. So she did math and science mm-hmm. and I had a different teacher for English um, and social studies and other things. Um and I had a lot of stomach issues in fifth grade. I had a lot of stress. I was a very stressed out kid. Uh, and so I actually gave myself gastritis from stressing out too much. And so I did do a bunch of tests and I lost, basically spent a lot of time with stomach aches all through fifth grade. Uh, and she was always really cool about like checking on me and making sure I had snacks and making sure everything was cool. And she, I would get really nervous uh, if we had to do anything like in front of a crowd, which I always think it's funny now as somebody who 
did public speaking in high school who became a teacher who likes to do presentations that that kid in fifth grade was like just couldn't even get up in front of a few people and talk so it's one of those things where you don't under you you don't know as a teacher what influence you have on kids later like she I think is the beginning of the reason why I was able to be a public public speak and get in front of people and not be as nervous as I was back then um but she just made everybody feel comfortable we learned some really cool things um and we're talking about the voyage of the Mimi it was this thing I put on Facebook a long time I'll post a thing about it on the website but basically it was a show that was on PBS that we watched about this um ship and they were hunt- they weren't hunting they were looking for humpback whales to track them and so we did this whole thing on voyage of the Mimi and I'm 35 years old and I still remember like that like, she knows like, every detail about well, it well ben affleck was also in it and i remember <laughs> that too but i remember it and i remember like how much fun she made it and how interesting it was and we got to watch it on laser disc which was really cool back That's then insane. they wheeled that tv in put it in the laser disc player i remember that too because it was really right when laser disc came out like for that short period of time where it was a thing they had that on laser disc i remember that explicitly but she was just awesome and I really feel like when I decided in I was like a junior in high school maybe a senior when I was going to become a teacher um I think I really pulled in I wanted to be like her and I wanted to be like my speech teacher Mr. Vacani like they were my like kind of rocks of why I wanted to become a teacher um because sometimes you you want to be a teacher because you didn't like your teachers you're like I want to do better than they did but they were more the like I want to be like them so she was awesome so on International Women's Day we're going to thank our teachers yeah um, that we had that influenced us so many I mean so many great teachers in general but just like strong female teachers that you we have throughout our lives that I don't know maybe you don't think about side note I I would bet money that that laser disc came from the library and that it was the hot new thing and that the librarian like, yes. bought, ate it up because that is what we do as librarians. I'm sure she was like, I got this new laser disc and here it is. It's probably why we have like 75 flip cams in the back. Yeah, we're like, oh, we're going to buy all of these things. Yeah, it's probably exactly what it was. But I just remember because those things were huge. They were so, it was yeah. like a record, but it was heavier and it was shiny. It was like a mm-hmm. CD-ROM, but it was bigger. Yeah, it was awesome. So, and then kind of going along with International Women's Day, I mean, it's, it's a holiday. It's a day to recognize women all over the world. But um, one of the things that ended up happening, was it last week or the week before last? I think it was last it week. It was last week. Um, we kind of thought about small holidays. And it all came about when one of our students, because you can tell the story better than I was, because he, he talked to you about asking about the Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we have a student assistant named Coleman. And we love Coleman, even though the other day he duped me into eating this (laughs) jack-in-the-box taco, and then I thought I was going to die later, but still, we love Coleman. He's the best. And we knew him previously because he doesn't like loud noises, and he doesn't really like crowds, so he would come in here during every assembly and pep Mm -hmm. pep rally. And then he became our student assistant. And And then he signed up for next year, too. (laughs) Sorry, that was me coughing in the background. I tried not to, but I could not help it. Anyway... So Coleman comes up to me and he's like, hey, there's a new Nintendo Direct coming out. And I was like, "Uh, excellent. I was like, cool, cool, Nintendo Direct. And then I was like, what is Nintendo Direct? (laughs) Like looking it up. And he was like, they're doing a Pokemon announcement because it's National Pokemon Day. And I was like, it's National Pokemon Day. And then I just like literally grabbed onto that so hard I could not let go. And we were like, we have to celebrate. So we printed out sign coloring sheets yeah and um we played pokemon we played pokemon in the morning i um okay look if you've ever seen all the pokemon characters which i'm sure all of you have 
um, Ninetales and Eevee look really similar. Or no, it's not Ninetales. What's the little... Vulpix? Vulpix. Before Ninetales becomes Ninetales, she is Vulpix. And she has like three tails. I mm-hmm. don't know. Um, and I kept mixing them up. And it was so funny. I came in. We put out some coloring pages. And uh, naturally, one of the kids took a picture of Vulpix and drew it with like a cigarette in its <laughs> mouth. And I was like, that's cool. what always happens. And I brought it in to Nicole. And I was like, look at this Evie. And she turned her head so slowly. and was like that's full pics and i was and, like oops <laughs> and that is only because my five-year-old about to be six-year-old is obsessed with pokemon it's literally all he talks about i always say if he could use that part of his brain that he's using to store all of his pokemon knowledge um, the world would be a much better place yeah. because he would just do amazing things and all he can do is just memorize all their moves and all their powers and all those things. Can you imagine if I would have said that in front of him? Oh my gosh, you would have gotten a 20 minute dissertation yeah. on how you were wrong. I said that, <laughs> I said it in front of a kid because after that happened, a kid came in and he was like, can you print me another picture of Evie? And I was like, yes, of course. And I opened that same stupid <laughs> picture of Volpix and I was like, I know who this is. And I like made a big deal out of it. I was like, I know the name of this character. <laughs> and Nicole was like, that is still Volpix. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, even, and I think it goes to show, even if you don't know a ton about something, if the kids are into it, you can celebrate it. Yeah. And, they, so, I mean, and they're ev- none the wiser. Literally until you every up. day is a holiday. So if, yes. I mean, if you want to take a holiday and run with it, I mean, there's probably International Popsicle Day, then get popsicles and <laughs> her face, <laughs> her eyes just got big. She's like, when is National okay. Popsicle? It's probably in the summer and we can't do anything with it. Well, so we'll, we'll look that up. I love popsicles. I have a popsicle but, tattoo. But there's it. always something you can do. And I like, guess like, just like what Jenny said, it, it doesn't have to be about you. You don't have to like it. I mean, I don't love Pokemon. I live with Pokemon every day of my life. So, <laughs> I mean, I know about it, but I mean, the kids were, and they were into it. And so they did the announcement of like, what ended up being the new game that's coming out in the late fall. Yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes. Uh, which and three uh, new Pokemon. Yes. New Pokemon. A whole new region. New Pokemons. All the things. Uh, and so the kids were like, are you going to show the announce? Are you going to show the announcement? And they're like, we're like, sure. And so Jenny set it up in the morning at 8 a.m. on the dot when it came on. The kids were, there were only like four or five who were really into it. Mm-hmm. And the other kids kind of were like wondering what was going on. But I mean, we... We did them something that something for them that they really enjoyed and yeah. they're going to remember that. They're mm-hmm. going to remember that like we took time out to like make it a little special for them and when they tell that story 10 years and they're like well we were in the library and we asked. I mean that's that makes me feel all like warm and me gooey too. inside. And so it's I just even if it's a holiday that I think sometimes we shy away from things cuz we think they're not going to get us a lot of participants. Mm-hmm. But things like that and I think that was part of my issue was even with book club was like I always wanted a bunch of kids and you get five or six and you're like, oh, man. But then you have to think, well, I got five or six. I mean, that's for our teenagers today with how busy they are and how much stuff they've got going on. That's good. Yeah. Like, and they'll remember yeah, it. Like yeah. you said, I think, I mean, look at this. We're we are pepping ourselves up right now. I'm getting excited by it. We're our own motivational speakers. <laughs> Women's Day. So. Anyway, yeah, small holidays. We we love them. And we were also, we did Pokemon Day. Last week was busy. Mm-hmm. We had that's, why we didn't, that's one of the reasons why we didn't record last week. Yeah. It was super busy. Well, and we were like, we don't have anything to talk about. But I think both of us were just like, I have to go home. I'm so tired. Um, but we had that. And then we also did Book Talk. All day on Tuesday. The whole day. Every pe- was every period, but yeah. second lunch. And we had to, to like groups of, some of our groups have like 90 kids. Yeah. I mean, they were packed. 
in the library. It was cool. Yeah. So it. last year they did this and this year they decided to do it again. We were very excited. Our Honors English 2, they all have to do a persuasive speech. And so they decided to do it as a book talk, which is fantastic because that's what a book talk is. It's a persuasive speech. Um, and so we got to do a book talk and show them different ways of doing a book talk. And then they all had to check out a book they hadn't read before. Uh, and it had to be fiction. And that was really their only restriction. Um, and we, so we checked out what, 257 books in one day, which for us at a high school level is insane. That's it's a so lot exciting. of books to go out in one day. Uh, and a lot of really good books. And we, yes. I mean, all the stuff that we recommended and it was just awesome to see and see kids excited. I mean, there were kids, there are always kids who are like, I don't read, I don't like, and they find the skinniest book they can find, but you're like, whatever, I'm not going to worry about you. But there were literally kids who were like, I haven't read a book in three years, mm-hmm. a book that I had didn't have to read like crucible or gatsby or whatever and they were like oh this will be cool like they were excited about getting to pick something out for themselves and read it and then talk about it yeah and we've had a handful of kids who have never checked out a book before come back because they finished their book and they want the sequel or they want a book like it so we've been like ordering books from other schools even that we don't have because these kids are like a lot of them are just so into it Mm -hmm. um which i think is super exciting we've like created some readers that we didn't have before yeah. yeah And um, we got a lot of FaceTime with all those kids. And a lot of them are kids we don't see. And so I think it, I think it's important for them to see us up there and be like, look, we do these things. Like we can teach you too. And not just your teacher. Um, I, I like being able to get in front of them. I also love kids having to stare at me and listen to me talk about books. Well, the funny thing is, and, and one of the things Jenny always says when we do this lesson is, you know, it's a successful book talk if somebody who listened wants to read that book. Every book we talked about, they got checked out by somebody. Yeah. So we had success. We did our own successful book talks because every single book was like, yes, I want to check that out. Yeah. So by six period, our books were gone. And yeah, so we felt like, bad. We're like, Ooh. And then we had one period, the uh, speech teacher who let, who comes in and, and does the same lesson, uh, which was funny because half those kids had heard it the day before. Cause they were in the speech teacher <laughs> twice. Um, but they were like, we're also, I mean, we have, we still have tons of books, obviously, but like the real popular stuff was gone. And we're mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, you have to try something a little less popular. Yeah. Well, and it challenged us too, because by eighth period on that first day, I, the kids were like, can you recommend something? And I was like, oh my God, I've checked them all out. Like I had to dig and I pulled out some books that I had not read in years. And I was like, oh, I want to read this book after you again, because I liked it so much or like, I mean, we were digging yeah. at the end. Just, you know, we have thousands and thousands of books, but you get real comfortable in like your 100 books you always recommend, Yeah, right? Kid like sci-fi, this is the book. Kid like yep. fantasy, this is the book. Well, when that book is gone, what do you recommend next? We uh-huh. need to know. Yeah. Um, that's one of the nice things about weeding a collection and doing inventory that you actually like learn your collection. Like, uh-huh. I didn't even know I had this book because it's just not something that people ask for and you don't think about recommending yeah. it. So it was fun and we really enjoyed it and... That kept us busy for the beginning of the week. And I mean, last week, really, we were booked quite a Mm -hmm. bit. We had people in and out um, all week. And then this week, we had SAT on Wednesday. So we did like school-wide SAT. And we had testers in here, which actually, I mean, we don't like to be closed. But it was kind of nice. Yeah. We got some work done. Sometimes it is nice to be locked in the office for the day just to get some stuff done and kind of focus on that kind of stuff. That yeah. Especially for us, it's like future planning. Because uh-huh. we usually plan things like a day or two in advance for the most part. We're like, let's do this. Yeah. And we just kind of do it. And now we can be like, okay, what do we need to do for April? We were like looking at the calendar and picking dates for things. So that part was nice because now we have a better idea of what the rest of the spring yeah. looks like. 
And so we had SAT. And then the last two days of this week, we did um, the storyboard project, which we did last year. And we we might have talked about it in one of our podcasts. We may have. Because we've been doing podcasts for a year. For a year, That's yeah. the other thing we realized. There's the real holiday, our one-year podcast anniversary. That was what? Like, I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. So we did um, the storyboard project where the kids already had this timeline um, that... I'm laughing because I said project so weird and I just have to acknowledge it. Did you hear that? It's like project. Um, so if you heard that, yes, I know. I, I acknowledge it. Anyway, we did that project and the kids created this timeline of the civil rights, all the like different big events. And then they pick six of them and they create like a comic strip. Mm-hmm. It's on storyboardthat.com. And we use the free version. So when they download it, it says demo really big across the front. And we're like, that's okay. Because we just want them, the creation part of it part is more important than what it looks like. Because in the end, we see that they did it. Because she's grading them on the content of their little, like the info squares and not on the actual cartoons. Yeah. With a storyboard that all of the cartoons are built into the software. So every person, every background, it's right. all there. The kids aren't creating it. They're just using it as a template. It would be really cool one time to try book creator. I mean, they'd have to put a lot more effort into it because they wouldn't have all that stuff built oh, in, yeah. but it would look a lot cooler because you wouldn't ha- not sure what that looks cool if you pay for it. But if it, you're doing it free, you got that big old demo across the front. So, yeah. but the kids really liked it and the, they had two days and for the, I mean, a lot of technically they had, they have until mon- the Monday we get back from spring break, but you know how many of them are going to be working on it over break. So they were trying to get it many as many, any of them done by today as possible yeah. so they didn't have to think about it but most kids were close i mean a lot of kids got and a lot pretty finished close. yeah so it was successful and you know what last year um i was nervous because last year they were in here for a whole week oh. and <laughs> they kept forgetting their passwords and thinking somehow i knew all of them or like that nicole and i could reset them yeah because you have to with story with that you have to create your own account so you put in an email address and a password and it's yours and if you forget it that's on you and you've got it then they have to email you if you forget and sometimes they were giving e- pass or uh, emails they didn't use anymore it was crazy so we, like fake emails which i was like that's very weird why would you do that and then they were just like they couldn't download it like it was it was a struggle but we went in kind of tweaked it a little bit cut it down to two days and told the kids like you have two days to do this the end anything else you have to do over spring break and they got it done it was really nice yeah and none of them forgot i mean we jenny made sure to tell them like you need to write this down and and the instructions are really good which really helps because it's like step by step uh and then we've done we've done this before so it's nice it's not first time around and those instructions were made by kat simpson she Mm -hmm. uh she actually taught the beginning of this project last year because uh, she had seen storyboard somewhere and then she taught it and then we kind of supplemented after that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it went, it went really well. It was one of our wins for the week. For the week. And then our other big win, which is so exciting, is our new color printer. Oh my God, it's so wonderful. So we had a color printer that was on its last leg. It made the ugliest prints, lines, and we clean thing and we got new all the new parts that you can get it didn't matter it was done and so uh, our library child olivia her dad is on um the pta board he's the treasurer and so we're like hey we'd really like a new printer and gave her the you know the information and he came in and he's like how much money you need and we're like well these are the printers because in our district we're restricted to what kind of printers we can buy because they all have to be networked and i was like well this is the printer we want and it was a list and he's like the expensive one we're like 
okay, cool. Thank you. So it's the most expensive printer we can get that isn't like a fax copy crazy machine, like just a printer. And it's beautiful. It's a Lexmark, what, 720? CS720. And we love it. We love it so much. It's magical. I don't even want to let the kids use it ever. Yeah, so it it got brought in and then there was a big note on it. They're like, do not open the box. Do not install. We'll uh, void warranty. We had to wait for like, what, four days, four or five days for them to send in the guy to We even looked it up and looked at a picture of it on the internet. Because we wanted to look at it. And we were like, oh, very pretty. And then he came in and installed it. And we were so excited that I think he was like, I can't get out of here fast enough. Yeah, I think he thought we were crazy because we were like clapping and like so happy. We were cheering for him. Because we just use a color printer a lot. Like a lot of our signs and things like that we put up. It's always nicer to have it in color if you can. Um, And so we were just super excited. So he installed it on our computer. So we were printing on it. And I think now it's finally on. The from the kids so it's um we charge the students 25 cents a page because that toner six hundred dollars for can you one of that? each color from from the one we can get six hundred dollars that's so thievery seven thousand it's supposed to be seven thousand print jobs for six hundred dollars i mean each color all together at 600 but yeah so we're like yes 25 cents a page and when teachers come in we're like no more freebies no more freebies <laughs> yeah we don't like anybody enough to give them our ink for free because it is too special to us so but it was we are just so appreciative the pta here is amazing they're usually very good about getting us anything that we need and we really did need this and honestly you know the pta always asks like well who's it for i'm like well i mean we use it in the library obviously but the kids it's the only color printer students have access to right. and there are certain things that they do want in color that teachers aren't requiring it but it definitely does make a difference in appearance when something's printed out in yeah. color um and so it is their only printing access point here in the library so it's always an easy sell to get yeah. usually to get and a student came in right after um it was installed and printed some of her own original digital art. And I was so happy we had it because she was like, I've been wanting to print these for so long. They are the most beautiful pieces that I've ever seen. We'll post them because yeah. I, I saved them. Oh, my like, good. Do you Excellent. have those? <laughs> no, they're so good. And um, we printed them out and oh, they just turned out so pretty. And it made me happy that because I would have felt so bad on our last printer if I was like, this is going to be the like, oh, they worst thing horrible. you've ever seen. So, yeah, we're super excited. That's that's our win for the week, which balances out uh, our fails for this week. And I think the fails fall mostly on me. Uh, no, this week. <laughs> no. So this week, Joe's been out of town, um, which is becoming a more regular occurrence in my house um, at the moment. So with having mo- Monday, I get the kids to school. I get everybody there on time. I get to work. I literally just put my bags down, just started working. And then my phone rings. And it, it's a school number. And I was like, oh, I know this is bad. It's never good, when, especially this early in the morning. And it's the nurse at uh, Evan's school. And he's like, she's like, well, Evan just came in. He threw up in his class and he's white as a ghost. And I was like, okay, bye, y'all. I'll be, I'll see you later. So I go and pick him up and he's got a stomach bug. He threw up like four times and it was, it was a mess. Um, so that was my Monday and my Tuesday because obviously he was better on Tuesday, but I was a trying to like, you know, be a good mom and not send a sick kid to school but he was perfectly fine on friday or on tuesday uh and then he came in um went back to school on wednesday wednesday was sat well then i had already scheduled them a dentist appointment so then i was gone on wednesday (laughs) to take them to the dentist and he has a cavity in his back molar so that's a mom fail on me and no that's 
that's just like natural life occurrence. I think. And so he has to, and because he's Evan and because he's not even six yet, they want to um, sedate him to do the, to do the filling and they, he wouldn't let him get um, x-rays and stuff. And so they're like, that will be just for the anesthesia. Just, this is one of those things you hate about our dental insurance. The anesthesia is not covered because it's a choice, even though he's not even six. And the dentist is like, I wouldn't do it if you didn't, you know, knock him out. Uh, it's $975 for just the anesthesia. The, the crown that he has to get put on is 270 after insurance. And, and they're like, you have good dental insurance. And I was like, not good enough, apparently. Um, but yeah, so that happened on Wednesday. And then what was yesterday. Oh, yesterday I had to take the dogs to the kennel in the morning. So I was late. <laughs> so I haven't been the greatest coworker this week. I'll try to make up next week. But or no. next week I'll make up because it's spring break. Over here. <laughs> um, but it's been one of those just crazy everything happening all at once weeks. And on top of all of that, I chose, this was a choice I made to start Whole30 on the 1st of March. So I am eight days in. I have not cheated yet. It has been incredibly hard. Um, you don't understand how much sugar and dairy isn't just processed food. You can't have lunch meat. You can't have, and you're not allowed to use any extra sweeteners. So I haven't had sweeteners in anything in days. Um, so, I mean, I chose March because I didn't choose, I did it for my 19 for 19 that I talked about before. And I didn't choose February because of um tcea because i was like there's no way i can do this the right way on travel and then i didn't choose april because of tla so i was like march is perfect i'm not going anywhere i'm home i'll do it then but then obviously everything else is kind of its own chaos so it's i mean i feel i will say i feel better uh i don't think I've, i don't know if i've lost any weight that's one of the things i like about whole 30 you don't have to track your food you don't have you oh, can heck yeah you can eat what you want I mean, within the diet, right? As much as you want, uh, and you're not supposed to get on a scale for 30 days. And they're like, get on a scale on day one. Don't get on a scale again until day 31. Oh, that's cool. So I like that. I've been like, and I'm not a big person. I don't get on the scale a lot, um, but sometimes obsessively when I'm kind of in the mood for it. Oh my god, my I, my watch keeps going off. It's making me insane. Um, sorry, people are texting. Me. <laughs> She's uh, just so popular. It's just Joe. I mean, it's just <laughs> Joe and Rachel. Don't um, let Joe hear you say that. It's, it's just, just Joe. I love you. <laughs> uh, but it's been, I can tell how addicted to sugar I am and how I was. I mean, I probably still am. I'm still working through it. But you just don't think about it. And there's these moments where you, and also I realized, I was telling Jenny about this, how often you, I snack off my kids' food. So like I, Evan doesn't eat. Uh, crust on his bread so I was making him toast and I automatically like went to put the toast in my the crust in my mouth and I was like no you can't eat that and I put it down and I was like oh and then later on I was making him a bologna sandwich and I'm normally I'd probably eat a piece of bologna when I made a sandwich and I was like no I can't have that so I you just a lot of snacking yeah. on that like you learn a lot food. about yourself. yeah you learn a lot about yourself and a lot about um what is in food because you have to look at every single um food yeah. package to see i can't i mean i looked at one day i was like maybe i'll treat myself with starbucks and then i looked at what i could have at starbucks which is nothing well it's not nothing it's barely nothing um because <laughs> you can't have anything with sweetener in it so everything is either unsweet tea or black coffee and we could have a whole discussion about my dislike and jenny's love of black coffee <laughs> but we can't i can't do that yeah. so 
And really the only restaurant I know I can get something at is Chipotle because Chipotle has created a whole 30 bowl that you can just order where it has. Yeah. I mean, you can order it with all the stuff like as you go. But if you just order the whole 30 bowl, they just do it and they yeah. have, and they know what they can put in with it. And you don't so. have to feel sad about not getting chips and queso because Chipotle's queso sucks so bad. So I'm, that's going on at the same time all of this is going on. Plus we're selling our house. Plus it's just, it's, it's so a month. So. You know, I think on the whole 30 thing, I have, I have a couple of things to say. Um, I think food truly is addicting. Like when we, we were talking about that the other day, like I whole 30 is a really good way to realize like what foods you're addicted to, you know, cause I was definitely 100% addicted to something I'm about to write <laughs> prescription pills, but no Oreos. Like I well, there's was all those studies that say them. that Oreos are as addicting as like cocaine. It's like cocaine. I I mean I had to I literally just had to stop eating them. I couldn't anymore. So I think that that's a really good way to kind of like free yourself of that. Um and then, you know, as a side note like rolling back to the beginning of our conversation. I think, you know what this week I think both we are both the same person where we feel really guilty. We are not Catholic, but we feel extreme <laughs> guilt. And because I remember last year, I found out I had to have surgery on my stomach and I sobbed telling you, I was like, I have to remember. And you're like, what? Why does it matter? And I don't care. I don't If your kids get sick, miss, like, this is the cool thing about our partnership is one, we're both guilty as hell. So we don't want to miss work anyway. But two, like, that is true. I will say this out on the air. She can listen to it anytime. I don't care. You can miss work whenever. I will never be mad at you about that. So that's a cool thing about our partnership. So just so you know. But that was our sweet (laughs) moment. And you just got to witness it. And I rarely say sweet things. Not because I'm not sweet. But because they make me uncomfortable. So (laughs) I'm trying to. uh, That's me breaking out of my own little box right there. Nice. So let's talk about Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you know, we've done this the last couple of weeks, the best ideas we've seen on Twitter. And we decided, and honestly, we decided this before we decided about International Women's Day to, to focus on classroom teachers editions, because everything else we've been p- talking about on Twitter have been librarians, which obviously we love librarians and we want like to focus on cool things librarians are doing. But I've seen a lot of really cool classroom stuff. Yeah, teachers do a lot of cool stuff things. and stuff that you don't necessarily always see in the library because you're not in their classrooms all the time. So it was kind of interesting that we ended up focusing on teachers for International Women's Day. It didn't, but that wasn't on purpose. Yeah. It just it was it's all hap- about you, teachers. It's serendipitous. <laughs> um, so uh, the first one I want to talk about that I thought was really cool is from at Mrs. CMT underscore 489. And like always, this, we'll put pictures and stuff up on the website. But they... Um, she put up a book cover of the book. I think they were going to read as a class and I can't think the name of it, but it'll be in the picture. Um, and she put it up on the projector on the whiteboard so they could see it, but then they could write on the whiteboard too. And they, she had the kids inference what they thought the book was going to be about based on the cover, which I think is so cool. And I think these were probably like fourth to sixth grader somewhere in there. Um, and it was just so cool. Cause I was like, that would be cool. Cause it, you're taking like very basic technology. So every kid can see the cover. You're not just holding the book up in yeah. front of the class and then kids can come up and write and she can write things and ideas that they have yeah. about the book based on the different imagery in uh, just on the cover. Yeah. It becomes so interactive and yeah. it's so easy. It's such a good way to introduce a book, especially yep. if it has an interesting cover. Now mm-hmm. some covers are a little harder cause they're 
very basic. Like if they have one color and then like one picture, like obviously that's not a book to do that with. But if it's got some stuff going on in the cover, yes, like some of those fantasy books, that would be really think cool. about the cover of The Great Gatsby. It's got the glasses on it, the eyes of T.J. Ecclesburg. I taught that book. That's why I know that. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> I, I had a look of impress on my face, and I was like, wait, she? I, no, I I taught it eight periods a day. But imagine doing that. Like I wish I would have done that as a teacher and have them look at that and be like, what do you think this is going to mean? And um, they would have been like, we hate this. Why do you make <laughs> us analyze everything? But it, it like gets them thinking about it, you know, and especially for little kids, you let them write on the board on top of a, like on top of a picture. Cover, yeah. They're like, this it. is so cool. Um, so, so I thought that one was really cool and, and simple. Like that's a, and the Samer model, that would be an S, but still very impactful. Yes. So there you go. Yes. And it's okay to be on S. Yeah. You can, st- you, I mean, you don't want to stay there forever, but you know. And then another cool one that we saw, and you know what? I don't know what teacher to, which teacher to credit this with, because I saw a person read, like kind of just post the picture in this Mm -hmm. ed tech chat. Um, But it was Dr. Alex Kuros who posted it. His is at Kurosa, C-O-U-R-O-S-A. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I hope I've like practiced it. Um, <laughs> but it's this picture of a teacher who had students make, they had, she was like, put your phones out on your desk. And I'm assuming it's a woman. I don't know. I'm making that assumption on International Women's Day. <laughs> but she was like, put your phones out on your desk. And every time you get a notification for anything, we're going to make a tally on this big board. So she had like Snapchat, text messages, Facebook, Facebook notification, or like, um, uh, like a reminder notification, mm-hmm. all these different things you could get. And the, the picture is insane. Cause it's on one of those big papers yeah. with, the stri- with the lines on mm-hmm. it. And it's a huge, I mean, it's one of those big sheets. So it, it's the, for the whole class, right? Yeah. And so what a cool way to teach kids, because we always talk about technology in the classroom. And a lot of times we get really behind that. I mean, I'll get really behind, like let the kids have their phones because they need them for this or that. But when I looked at that and thought about thought about how productive I am on my own phone, which mm-hmm. is not at all even a little bit, because my phone is like, bing, 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 I'm getting messages and this and that. I was like, that is so smart to tell the kids like, hey, we, I want you to get behind some technology, but this is why I don't want it to be your phone. Yeah. And that would be such a great lesson at the beginning of the year with high school kids that have phones. Be like, we're going to do this right at the beginning. And I'm to show them how disruptive your phone can be when you're trying to learn yeah and be like I, and it's is it gonna like break ground for everybody no but at least you can say like we talked about this this is mm-hmm. why i don't want you to do your phone and some kids will come around and be like okay yeah i remember that lesson i remember when he talked about that okay i'll put yeah. my phone in. and was miss uh cordell called it your pacifier which i thought was i mean that was pretty funny she's like she's- put, put your passy away and work on this because the, the storyboard that you can't do on your phone so the kids are yeah. like can i do it on my phone because they get used to doing Kahoot and stuff like that stuff that they can do very easily on their phone and so they assume they can do everything on their phone right uh and she's like put your passy away and it, it was just funny but it's the same kind of thing like yeah. it's become i mean as adults we have an addiction to our phones and the kids are worse because their brains aren't developed yeah. yet so they're dealing yeah. with it way worse than we my are. phone went off a minute ago with a message and i looked at it and then was like do not respond to that do not like i had to work it through in my yeah. brain while we're was sitting here recording this podcast i was like don't don't look at your phone it's hard well, I, the same thing. I just had seven messages from joe and rachel on my phone i was yeah. like don't respond you're recording so i mean we're dealing with it so obviously they're dealing with yeah. it so 
it's it's really cool. I think it'd be cool for our digital citizenship lessons mm-hmm. if we, throughout teaching, did that every time they get. We a should do that in a faculty meeting with the teachers. <gasps> oh, <laughs> so smart! That's a Friday win. We should. Um, and I think Mr. Langston would be yeah. It'd be super like every time you that. get everybody put your phone on your lap because we don't sit at tables, mm-hmm. desks during faculty meetings, and then every time you notification, raise your hand and have people who are in charge of like tallying and yep. see how often they get interrupted in one faculty meeting how many meet how many mm-hmm. uh interruptions you get yeah so like, this is happening to your kids a hundred times more because, because there's you're, you're not on probably not on snapchat no you're not and they're better texters than most of you are like <laughs> a lot of teachers hold their phone so far away and they're like me me and they have their font real big and, and the like, kids yeah. are like just i mean pounding those text messages out so, so that's so cool very cool and then the last one is another one that I saw. It's for elementary, but I thought it was so cute. It's the it's at the Good Read, um, and it was a librarian I think who went into a classroom and they had the kids were working through questions on something that they read, and they kids would make two little hat two little headbands, and one said doctor and one said patient, and so they'd ask the question, and the kids who got the question right would put their doctor headband on and the kids that got a question wrong would put their patient headband on and then you'd match up a doctor with a patient and the doctor would explain the answer so of why cool. they got to the answer so then on the next then they take their headbands off and then they go to the next question and so a doctor a kid could be a doctor and a patient multiple times during the lesson so it never really i don't think it stigmatizes being wrong no it's like well you didn't get that one wrong this is why this is what this means and the kids who got it right have the ability to help teach which i think a lot of kids especially are kind of more know-it-all kids love that they're like oh i know things and i, can. I would have lived and for it's that. a cool way to get kids to interact together quickly and then bring them apart because obviously you need to move on to the next question it's just a really cool way to reteach and go over stuff where the kids are the teachers and not being this, the whole sage on the stage thing with right. the teacher. it's just a cute way to do it, it would be mm-hmm. awesome i think i mean you could probably do it all the way through elementary school but definitely like kinder through third would be a great time yeah. to do that i feel like you could get high school kids on board with that you just have to like i don't know i'm trying to think how you could Twist tweak it around it. a little bit just something where they'd be like this is ridiculous i'm gonna do this and they would like get into it but i think you could probably alter that for mm-hmm. anybody it just didn't kind of in a different way yeah cool so that was really cute so thank you classroom teachers you all are awesome on twitter so we'll put all those pictures up and we'll put the um we'll give we always once we get everything done and on the website and everything i always tweet out um and tag everybody who we've talked about in there so they can be like look we give you credit for what you did uh in our true librarian fashion yes and uh so yeah and we're you know we're once we end this podcast we are going on spring break and so we won't record next week because we'll be on spring break. Yeah. But then we'll be back and we'll hopefully we'll have enough stuff to talk about between what happened during spring break and the week we're back. Because the week we're back, we're pretty busy too. We're doing um, voter registration on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, which we're just having kids come in that are eligible to register. But we've got over 400 kids now who by age will be able to vote in our May. Yeah. Fort Worth is having a May mayoral and city council election. So um, we're trying to get as many of them registered as we can. So we're doing that on Monday. Uh, and then I can't remember the rest. You know, of and we'll prob you'll probably get an earlier episode from us because on Friday, that Friday, I'm having surgery on. Yeah, I want to record on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. So, but we'll, so we'll, the we'll next try. time you see me, I'll be in double foot cast. We'll take pictures. It'll be on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. So yeah. we hope everybody has a really. Gr- if you're not going on spring break, have a great day at work next week. Uh, Sorry about that. If you are, uh, have a great spring break, and we'll listen to you later. Here Bye, you later, guys. I guess. Bye.